Hi guys, gals and non-binary pals. It has been a hot minute. We're back. Welcome to Film Query, the queer experience of the media you love. I'm Indy, my pronouns are they them. And I'm Chloe and I go by she, her. This week, after a few weeks of not having an episode just because of life stuff, like you were moving, Indy, and I was getting ready for college um, because that started up again. So yeah, last time... If you can stretch your mind back to last month, we were like, oh yeah, next week we're going to do Euphoria. <laughs> Three weeks later. Dude, Hi guys, we're finally doing here. Euphoria. <laughs> it is finally here. And very excited to do mm. Euphoria. Um, Just before we start, please take heed of like the trigger warnings and stuff that are in Euphoria. We talk about stuff like addiction, uh, colorism, um, sexual violence, sex work. So, you know, just kind of look up the trigger warnings for Euphoria and then, like, if you can, like, deal with that, come back. But if you can't, no worries. Tune in next week. Yeah, no pressure. How do you feel about it? Well, I actually haven't watched it because there's a lot of reasons. I'm going to say something controversial now. I really don't like Zendaya. That's like my number one thing for not watching it. I really think she's overrated, and I think there's this like not culture, but like the the whole like hype around it. I think does definitely play on the fact she's like she she's obviously not white, but she's not like. That like <laughs> she's not dark. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. she's light skin. Like mm-hmm. and that's like whatever. But I think everyone thinks they're making some great thing by casting her and stuff and giving her all this hype. When I don't personally think she's that good, but she could be seen as very pretty, and she's not like that dark i think a bit of colorism does play into this whole zendaya hype oh absolutely um Um, especially like in euphoria like there's only i'm trying to think there's two dark-skinned uh black characters both are side characters one's kind of her mentor i suppose at oh yes i do any alley and the other one is a lassie that Kind of in season two when Lexi's doing the play, um, she's kind of like the stage manager, um, but she's kind of hyping Lexi up. But that's it. Like she doesn't really have any other motivations or anything like that, which is a bit sus. So there's yeah, there's the whole colorism thing with Zendaya, and I don't think she's very good. Anyway, on top of that, um. Uh, I think it glorifies, like, addiction and just, like, yeah, addiction generally and just all the other kind of bad, <laughs> like, you know, like, abusive relationships, um, not drug, uh, Sex work. Sex work, there you go. Yeah, insecure, you know. Uh, yeah, like with the insecurities, it's fine. It's fine. It's normal to be insecure in yourself sometimes. Like, everyone 
has most likely felt like that at the time. But I think, and this applies to loads of other stuff in Euphoria, it makes it seem like the norm, because the insecurities in this are just dragged to like an insane level, if you get what I mean, the whole mm-hmm. cat thing. like. Um, so I just think it normalises things that shouldn't be normalised. Like, yes, it's important to shine light on these topics, but are you doing it in a way that's actually like shining a light? Are you just like exploiting it essentially? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think it's a fine. There's a fine line. Yeah, that needs to be like I've watched both seasons. Um, I have some feelings on it. Um, I think the Rue Zendia's storyline um, is actually pretty well written. Um, not necessarily like the stuff in se- like season two with the, you know, um, her and Jules' relationship and then Elliot, you know, that whole situation, but more like the addiction storylines written quite well. And I feel like a lot of people who were watching it, um, it hit really close to home. However, um, that's because the I was going to say director, but like the writer for the show, mm-hmm. uh, Zach Levinson, he was drawn on his own experiences um, of addiction, which is fine. But there were there was like no one else in the writer's room. So when they're doing all these other issues, it just feels like we've got like a fleshed out ish, you know, addiction storyline. And then we've got all these very surface level hot takes that aren't really hot takes they're kind of cold takes i think Um, though like not necessarily i don't think her i haven't watched it but like from what i can gather it the addiction storyline is well written but like you say he's writing it in kind of an echo chamber if he's the only one there and basing it off his own experiences also some of it is just so fucking unrealistic are you telling me she owes someone loads of money and she basically gets off scot-free, even though the woman implies to her, oh, there's other ways to pay or whatever? Like, mm-hmm. I feel she kind of got out of that a bit too easy. Yeah. <laughs> like, they were probably so- planning to, like, follow up in season three and then the show got cancelled. It got cancelled? It got cancelled. No, 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 no. You find it. I actually, I bet, real time reaction. I did not know it got cancelled. <laughs> You're like, bitch, no you better be joking. No, I love the memes. No, it can't be cancelled. It can't. It can't. I think it is because of all the cast controversy and stuff, but we'll get into that once we talk about the oh show my God. in more depth. Sh- oh, we're going to have to because I've just seen an amazing headline. Um, It wouldn't surprise me if it gets. Apparently, it's not been cancelled, but there's I'm only sure one source. I'm sure it's on Twitter that it was. I've Googled it and there's someone saying it's still going to go ahead, but there is lots of doubt because of all the controversy around. Oh, okay. False alarm, Several. people. False alarm. So, Euphoria um, season three is still a go at HBO Max, but it doesn't look good. Considering half the cast have left, yeah, can't see there being a season four. 
So when we talked, it's okay, when we talked about Euphoria and you were like, oh, I didn't watch it. I was like, yeah, yeah, sure. Like, like that's fine, of course, because there's a lot of triggering. As as we said, they glamorise a lot of stuff, but they don't. I think there's ways and means to show certain things, um, certain triggering things that things like that people are going to get upset by or might affect their mental health. I mean, I think there wasn't anything like for me that I was triggered by, although there was many kind of uncomfy scenes. Um, but I think for an example of like of a show doing it wrong is like when Netflix came out with 13 Reasons Why and they showed her like it's such a shit show right but um, when they show her like committing um, taking her own life in the tub and they show a close up shot of her cutting and stuff like that like that was really like messed up they shouldn't have done that and we saw that because after the show was released there was like a bunch of like copycat they're not copycat but like people actually because they saw that and because they were triggered by that it caused a relapse and unfortunately like several people had taken their lives just because netflix had decided to film that scene that way yeah it was it was yeah i feel i remember that image being stuck in my head for weeks and i was just like like genuinely disturbed I feel for me there is so much con- triggering content. It like it's almost like too personally for me too difficult to watch, and that's like part of the reason. Like I don't want to con like even if as well some of the things aren't things I've gone through. Is that like, yeah? Mm-hmm. It's still but- upsetting. Yeah, that was like me and Thirteen Reasons Why. Like that, um, that wasn't something that I struggled with. Um, but that that image being stuck in my brain genuinely harmed my mental health because I was like, just that it just kept coming up. It just it was stuck in my brain. It's like having a song stuck in your head, but like in the bad way. (laughs) This is the bad place. (laughs) This is the bad place. I think. From what I've gathered, one of the um, good, th- better things in Euphoria is how it looks. Is this? Oh yeah, like, absolutely! Thing? It looks so good. I think that's why I watched it initially. From the bits I saw in the first season, it definitely looked more. There was more of a focus on that scene. I can't because all I saw from the second season was just memes and kind <laughs> of people taking the piss out of it because. I, I don't know. Was the se- first season a downgrade? It was the, the second, second season, season wasn't as good as the first season. Um, but what they done in season two, which I found really interesting, but also cost a shit ton more money, um, was that they filmed uh, season one digitally. You know, using digital cameras. Mm-hmm. Um, but season two was entirely filmed on film. Like, you know, like the roll ah, up yeah. film. So that's why it has that greeny quality and that colour scaling. However, that costs so much money. I can I can imagine, to be honest, on that kind of scale. Yeah. Um yeah, I mean visually, you know, it's good. 
the soundtrack is also really good. Um, Labyrinth does a great job with the score and with the vocal tracks that like he chooses to put in. However, um, season three of Euphoria, uh, I have a feeling that we'll probably hear that stupid Reddit Reddit story. Oh my god. It's so bad. I feel have you seen his face reveal? No, I haven't seen the guy the, the Reddit story guy's face. Uh, I'm uh, not really interested. I, I, I feel... wonder, it, not that that makes it like any better or worse, but like, yeah, but there was a face reveal and Did you find did you hear that his parents found out about it? Or like <gasps> her parents? Oh yes, like, yes, yes, I did. The know sister that. had found the Reddit post and was like, Hey, that sounds familiar. Uh and then she realised it was like her sister, and so she'd brought it up because they had talked about that song before at a family dinner. Ugh, that's like something you'd find in Euphoria. Like if we're talking about how campy things are, um, a lot of the memes and a lot of the storylines when they're not very very triggering, they're also very very campy. Like the I lassies mean, in the bathroom yeah. going, "Why are you dressed like like you're auditioning for Oklahoma?" I feel like every scene that's not really triggering is made into a meme oh yeah absolutely that's how it kind of feels that girl is insane in the season two though what cassie the blonde yeah oh she from what i i read like what i had to to understand the memes because in context right euphoria whatever day obviously spend whatever day in america it come out at like another night here but i used to be awake in the middle of the night feeding the baby so while I fed him, I'd be scrolling down Twitter and see all the memes and stuff. So then I'd end up having to find out what happened, like to co- put context to the memes. Um, and yeah, that's how I basically know everything that's happened, but haven't watched it because I needed to know why the memes were so mm-hmm. funny. I mean, it did make for some great late night giggles. I won't lie. But uh, yeah, the memes are really good. Um, I love I like Drew. Drew is hot. I'm gonna fucking say it. Fucking Fez. No. Yes, I would let him smash. I'm sorry. I think everyone, like, at least on Twitter, everyone on Twitter would let him smash. I, I wanted it to work out so well between him and that girl. Cause I saw little See, screenshots I of feel, them. I feel a wee bit weird because she's supposed to be, like, 16-ish, like, underage, and he's, like... A grown ass man. They like, I thought they were like eighteen. No. Oh. They mentioned sophomore. That's like sixteen, isn't it? Not senior. Sophomore, so it'd be our my equivalent of fifth year. Uh, you'd equivalent of. Are they sixteen? I don't know. Is they sixteen? Yeah. Season, in season one, they're sixteen. 16. And some of the characters are a year older, but Lexi is not one of those characters. She, yeah, so she'd be in year eleven. That's actually really weird. Yeah. No, never mind. Um, I thought they were like, like, I thought they were like AC. It's okay. They forget everything. Like, don't worry about it. I thought they were AC. That's why I was like, oh my god, yeah, these guys are cute. But like, that's actually a really good point, isn't she? Like, yeah. No. Speaking. Speaking of- of- oh. <laughs> <laughs> Galaxy Brain. We knew, right? Oh yeah, I thought she was eighteen. Speaking of, why couldn't Euphoria be set in college or uni? Uh, did, right. Is it not? 
because I'm I've spent a lot of time on the Euphoria wiki to make sense of all this. Shit. Okay. Yeah, it's based. They are still a, in high school. They are definitely still in high school. But did you know it's based on an Israeli miniseries of the same name? Yeah. I did not know this, but I'm trying to see how old they are. In the, um. Nope, they're still like kids, so that's even so yeah, this whole thing is just bizarre the concept of euphoria or whatever. Like, you know, and the other show it's based on. But um I know that like, because the thing um that kind of made season one really popular is people saying how real it was and stuff like that, although there was no diversity in actors pretty much, um, in terms of skin colour or body size. You know, there was one plus size act anyway, so not diverse at all. But, you know, like, the issues and stuff. But here's the thing. If they set Euphoria in, like, college or uni, right, mm-hmm. you could have the excuse that people are living away from home or going to uni, they're wanting the freshers experience, they're wanting that uni experience of getting absolutely pissed struck, trying new things, doing new things. Yeah, it's why kind of bizarre that it's like, oh, I'm doing fentanyl. We've got class in 15 minutes. Like, is, uh, like, the disjointedness as well. Do they ever go to, like, I know they're in the school, but do they ever go to a class? Do we ever see them doing there's homework? One, there's one scene where they're in a classroom, and it's uh, Maddie after she gets choked out by Nate in season one. And, like, um, it was something like, the narration was like, oh, she was on her period and she was really depressed anyway, so she just didn't eat all weekend, which never gets addressed. Like, she she goes on these hunger strikes, never gets addressed, but how unhealthy that is. I would be ill by the end of the day if I haven't eaten, but that's just me. Anyway, um, and she's in the classroom, she's wearing a hoodie, the AC isn't working, so she passes out, um, and that's how they find out that like she was choked out. That's the only scene that happens in a classroom, more or less. There's, like, one where Kat and Ethan are, like, saying, oh, hi, I'm do-do-do, and hi, I'm do-do-do, but, like, that's it. That's just insane to me. That's, like, why, like, it then brings up the question of why is it in high school? Because yeah, the whole like, point is, as well, I'm guessing, to talk about his experience, surely you can just literally adjust it to them being like a year older especially as well none of those look none of those people in the show look 16 no i mean isn't Cindy like at least 30 or something the actress that plays maddie uh alexa demi she's 31 yeah zendaya's 26 like it's yeah they're grown they're like grown grown they probably have a mortgage I can't. I just can't. Like the whole fucking. What makes me the... really uncomfy is like, um, like in season two, like, well, all through it, there's like really graphic sexual content, um, sexual violence, um, and the first episode, which was like uncomfortable. Like it wasn't like mm-hmm. a sexual assault, but it was just very, very rough sex to the point where like Jules who and the Nate's dad um Jules is like really uncomfortable and you can tell um it's just really sus 
Um, but the amount, like the amount of sexual content in the show, and the fact that in season two they have like at least a two to three minute mon- montage of Sydney Sweeney as Cassie, um, you know, in all these kind of pin up poses when Nate's imagining his future with her, and it's like, mate, did we really have to spend two minutes looking? Like, like, yeah, okay, she's nice looking, but I don't want to stare at her tits for like. Three minutes while she's supposed to be getting off with, with Nate Jacobs. Yeah. yeah, it's no. It's especially if they're meant to be kids, it is a little bit bizarre. But um Yeah. This bring actually, I'm gonna bring a point. I know it's further down on the list. But it's I'm okay, cool. Because then we can get into the real the two real <laughs> interesting things. Right. In the first season Mm-hmm. Everybody has like, from what I can gather, a little episode about them. Yeah, they don't do yes. that in season two. Yeah, they don't it's do that. So in annoying. Two. And it's like, right, you've set up a really good format here where we can actually kind of get, like, in my opinion, it's a really good format of getting to know everybody, blah, 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 like having a real intense focus kind of thing. Um, and then mm-hmm. in season two, it's basically just all about Rue, and it's like, when when did that happen? Like. I thought, because if you can't have a show in the first season that like everyone's the main character, ish, you know, in a way, and then the second season just mm-hmm. be like, yeah, no, um, actually Zendaya is slaying Queen, yes, just the Zendaya show. Plus, a bit interesting that she's the executive producer of season two, and that's what happened. Yeah, did you know Drake produces this show? Um, yes, I did because um, they're kids and Drake is a nonce, so put two and two mm. together and it all makes a bit more sense doesn't it but yeah that's just some of it because I would actually like to know like I feel as from what I well, I feel from what I can gather from my um, depth, deep dive uh, deep dive into the Euphoria Twitter community and some of the Tumblr community um, no the Jules went from being a really interesting character to just kind of being there and not yeah. really doing... You know what annoyed me about Jules's character, right? Season one, like, our story arc was good, and then they had, like, the in-between seasons one and season two, yeah. like, the special episodes. And uh, Hunter Schaefer, the actress that plays Jules, she wrote... um like Joe's special episode. Apparently instead of going to like a mental hospital. Um which oh. But Fine. yeah, wild. Um but the like I don't know, a lot of people who like I don't know, people just thought that it was better. And it was. Because they undone all of the stuff they had built up in season one and the special episodes. Um she was trying to like figure out gender because like even though she's trans like she had like this kind of binary perception of gender and how to present um and she was questioning that and she was like hmm I don't really know right now and that's okay um but season two they were like Nassus it's like Nassus why don't you just go and like um essentially cheat on your girlfriend girlfriend. so this doesn't irritate me. <laughs> right, season one, again, from what I can gather, um, 
It's an interesting and complicated dynamic with rule, rules. Yep, Jules yeah. <laughs> and Rue. They're both obviously not in great places or whatever. So, mm-hmm. um, but it's pretty realistic and you know whatever. And the specials were really interesting to see it a bit more on like you know Jules' side. Um, but. Then in season two, they add Elliot into the, the show. The guy from Brockhampton. Who whatever. also kind of made no sense because he didn't seem to do anything, but he was kind of just a plot device. There's no real character there. It's just like, oh, we want Rue back on drugs. Elliot, quick. Oh, we want we want drama in the relationship. Elliot. So, um, he and does he does he sleep with both of them or just Jules? Um, just Jules, just Jules. So, which right? If you think about it, like in the context you've just mentioned of like figuring out gender, having a whole exploring yourself thing in the special, that wouldn't be terrible. There's no, there's nothing inherently wrong with her sleeping with him it's the fact at this point she's in a relationship with Rue yeah Mm -hmm. and these are two queer women and all of a sudden I know he's not a third in their relationship but it's like oh here's a man now what oh it's not quite as good you know what I'm trying to say Mm -hmm. it's kind of just like it's like you had a really good like, dynamic relationship, whatever, and you've just said to show some guy who's really fucking boring, by the way. Uh, has a personality. Elliot's song did not off. need to be in there. Please don't. It's so I couldn't. I tried to listen to it. It's so cringe. I skipped. I fast forwarded. I fast forwarded when I was watching. It. I was like, I can't do this. <laughs> Godspeed. It's just. Yeah. No. Um. It. I think he got bullied online afterwards. He got terrored, as they say around here. They got he got terrored. But I just think you've got good queer rep, and then not obviously men can't be queer ever. They can't be involved in the whole queer dynamic. But like I say, you've got two women who have been suggested at least one of them to be quite you know more into women than whatever, and you've then you've just got this guy who constantly confuses the pair of them, makes one of them relapse constantly. I mean, I've literally seen a scene where he turns up and says, do you want to do drugs? Like, the writing is terrible. He's not, If he was a well-written character, and there was, like, motivations, and there was... But it's so, like... It's like he's got all the pieces of a jigsaw, and he's trying to push them together. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, what do you think? Am I... Do you not agree? Do you, do you agree? No. Oh no, I agree. I thought Elliot was an unnecessary add to an already big cast. Um, well, it's not that big, but like it's big for like for a show. It, yeah, yeah. For a show with that length, like eight episodes a season. Um, but yeah, I thought that was stupid. But my unpopular opinion about season two of Euphoria is that Lexi's play was absolutely not, ne- well, 
Not necessarily not necessary, but she was definitely in the wrong for doing Right. So here's the thing. Lexi is one of the few kind of quote-unquote normal people, although she still has issues, mm-hmm. I suppose. Like, she's kind of the... I was going to say the everyman character, but it's kind of like more people relate to her than they do the others, Um, at least from what I've seen online. And kind of when she does the play, it's given... I don't know if you watched the bits with the play, because those were memed to absolute hell and back. I did, I did see a bit, yeah. But, like, the whole bit where she's kind of exploding her inferiority complex to her sister and stuff like that, and it's like, dude, your sister goes to this school? Like, these are all based on, like, you know the bit where it's like, is this play about us? Um, yeah. I swear to God, right, as someone who used to do high school theatre, if you done that, you would be a, you would be what you would call tethered. <laughs> you would be tethered, and everyone would hate you for like for the rest of time. Um, but also, it's like, what school board would have um, approved it? Yeah, approved no, it. It's it's like yeah, it's good that she's finding herself, but she doesn't have to thing your dirty laundry. I feel that it right. was. It was given, I'm not like other girls. I feel, see, hot take, I don't think there's anything wrong with the whole I'm not like other girls thing, as long as it's a phase. I feel that's a phase everyone goes through. But Yeah, I went through I, it, that's why I feel so strongly about it. <laughs> I do think it's a bit weird if you think about it, like imagine you're there on stage, like, you're there in the audience even, it's like, oh, it's like, I don't know, what should, you know, so it shows the thing, it's like, oh, so that's why someone was crying in maths. Mm, makes sense now. Yeah, like, oh, it's, oh, so that, pl- that lassie who's in my science class, um, she was cheating on her pal's boyfriend, oh. Oh, it, it does, does just feel a bit like, look how weird everybody else is, lol, like, yeah, it's like, hard, bro, go to the therapist. Yeah, Talk I mean, about this in family therapy. Yeah, that's a really it's, good point. Yeah, like, I. You can bring your experiences through your writing, absolutely. But the general consensus is that if it's about other people, then normally you get the okay from them first. It's not written in like law or anything like that. I suppose maybe you could sue for defamation. It's ethical. It's just ethical. It's like an unwritten thing. If you're writing about someone else. And you're using thinly disguised, like, aliases. Because um, it's like she calls Cassie Halley and stuff like that. But it still looks like Cassie. The actress they got, uh, the, the kind of kid that they got to play Halley, you know, she looks she's blonde. And Lexi's playing herself. You know what I mean? So it's just it's just uncomfy, isn't it? You're just like, I get like that. this is very messy and fun to watch in the messy way, but you're just like, oh. I like, think this entire show is kind of like, oh, it's really messy, it's really interesting to watch. But by God, if I try and like make sense or make see how any of this would work in real life, I would have an aneurysm because it's just fucking not going to happen, is it? Like, mm. 
there yeah. was a joke at the like beginning of season two about like oh going to Euphoria High and it's like someone dressing <laughs> <in> up. <birthday. laughs> I love the most like going to Euphoria High is do coke in the bathroom and then and then skip gym and go and like shoot up a fucking gas station and have no consequences. So mm-hmm. I do love I do love the music Euphoria High, but you know what else I love. The fucking controversy around this. Now you Ooh. might answer this question for me. So, to, to begin with, sorry. Recently, or at least in my world, recently, in the last three weeks, there's been a lot of controversies about. Oh boy, girls, I believe as well, like the women in the cast. Oh I don't yeah, heard mm-hmm. anything. Nearly now, all of it, them. Isn't it? Is it true? You have to go through the rest of. I I know two. Okay. R- rumors, maybe. Right. So the actress who played Cat has left, hasn't she? Mhm. Is did has she said the N word? Here's the thing about Barbie Ferreira. She got her career by being one of those aesthetic Tumblr girls <gasps> back in 2015, and that's how she started modeling. She was like scouted, um, on Tumblr, but. When she was on Tumblr, before she'd done like face reveals or maybe in another blog or something, for those not familiar with Tumblr, you can have more than one account. It's like Twitter. Um, and she posed as like a black person and I believe she did say the N-word on <gasps> Tumblr. <gasps> <laughs> this is messier than the actual season of Euphoria. Um, so she pretended uh, to be black? Yeah, um, but also season two, the reason that a lot of her things were cut, like a lot of her scenes, was because Sam, I realised that I've just said the writer's name wrong. It wasn't Zach Levinson, I think it was Sam Levinson. Apologies. Um, He wanted her to have an eating disorder storyline in season two, and she wasn't having it. Rightfully so. So they were arguing behind the scenes, and that's why a lot of her scenes were cut. Oh, see, I... And that's why she left. That he's saying that she was awful to work with. Yeah, well... Which doesn't... I I didn't believe, obviously, but I'd heard... We'll never really know unless we were actually there. I mean... I think it's one of those things. Trying to persuade someone telling me into the storyline and... Them saying When her whole brand is being, I'm a plus-size model. I'm proud of um, being plus-size. Of course, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, but, yeah, she was really angry about that. But, oh. yeah, so there was a lot of shit going on behind the scenes. And um, then I... Actors oh, weren't... Oh, God, sorry. I was going to say actors weren't getting on, and that's why people weren't having oh. good scenes together. And that's... Doesn't, like, everyone hate... Doesn't... The guy who plays Nate and the girl who plays Jules don't like each other? They don't like each other. Yeah. Why don't um, they like it? So yeah, there was a lot. I don't know. Oh, fair enough. And then, what was the other bit of controversy that you picked up on? Because I'll fill in the rest. I know all about it. Um. Someone's mum and dad are like super Republican, and wore like a. Yeah, Sydney Sweeney, yeah. the lassie who plays Cassie. Yes, that's it. So her two controversies, because she had two, um, the the one that you had mentioned, basically she was at her mum's 60th birthday party 
and they were all wearing hats like they looked like Make America Great Great Again hats but it was like Make 60 Great Again or something like that but still obviously there's a lot of bad you know if someone sees someone with that kind of hat on they're immediately going to think you know Make America Great Again they hate people of colour they hate you know whatever um and yeah like our family was outed as being like very not right wing but like conservative I don't really the jump from American politics to UK politics is a bit wild to be honest um but yeah very like republican and people were saying like oh she should have like disowned but not really disowned but discouraged our family from wearing those hats or from from posting you know those pictures of her family in those hats um and there was this whole thing like if you're if you're if you have like a racist family do you like uh cut them off entirely just because they're racist or whatever and it started this whole debate on twitter where all debates start (laughs) and yeah so that was controversy one controversy two was a bit earlier on in the year where she had said, oh, I can't afford to not work for six months, um, even though she's, like, a millionaire. Oh. Um, and people were not having it because it was the start of the cost of living crisis. Oh. Um, and people were like, oh, some people can't afford to take, to not work at all. Like, never mind taking a gap at work for six months. And she was, she had basically said, well, actually... A lot of money, like a percentage goes to the agent, a percentage goes to the person. You know, we only get a wee bit, but still, she's, you know, she's she's not struggling. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, no, you're not counting the fucking pennies that, like, you know, you're not going down the back of the couch. Mm. Um. So the other controversies, you're gonna love this. We're gonna start with the. I know one more though. Oh, what's your one more? Sorry. Oh my, yeah, no, I know. Um. Hunter Schaefer mm-hmm. is transmedicalist is the rumour mm-hmm. basically what she had said she'd like to comment that implied that non-binary people were taking up spaces meant for Ooh. trans women she later denied being a transmedicalist or not liking uh, non-binary people like she, she came out and says you know like, I think you've got me the wrong way. But by that point, the damage had already been done. She said that I agreed with another T-Girls T post in which she pointed out an imbalance between space taken up between non-binary folks and binary trans women, particularly those of colour and those who have resulted to sex work as a means of survival. And I think that deserves attention slash re-evaluation as far as resources and platforms go within the LGBT community. Um. So, yeah, that was her clarification. That, that that didn't that didn't ease my no fuck that um yeah the post had read basically the initial post for the last time I'm begging non-binary people to take a seat and let binary trans oh, people stop I can't no I'm okay I don't, I don't need that energy in my life yeah I, I think no. I think I think we're already divided enough as a community like we don't need to yeah. constantly divide ourselves. And, like, I don't know where this thing comes from of, like, oh, 
because this happens all the time. It's not like this isn't the first time I've even heard that whole like rhetoric. Shtick. Yeah. yeah. It always changes. So it's like, oh, trans men take up all our resources. Oh, no, it's actually different, you know, another. Yeah. So, but like, no one is taking up these resources. Like, everyone gets the resources. Like, there's literally a amount of resources. The reason you don't get them is not because non-binary people are taking them. It's because the system is transphobic and doesn't want you to have them. Yeah. That's and or the, the classist. Because yeah, a lot yeah. of these, especially in and the UK... Racist, yeah. It's backed mm-hmm. yeah. behind a paywall that a lot of people cannot afford. Good point. That is a... Yeah. So... Yeah. I, I feel it's just... It's just like the whole... Um, Oh, all the immigrants. It's Tumblr discourse. It's some of the discourse, but also that thing of, like, racism is obviously an issue, but they will, the system will make you focus on racism, like the government, whoever, will make you focus on the racism so that you don't see the classism. Do you get me? Mm Mm-hmm. Like, they they will hide it. It's a smokescreen. Don't get me wrong, it's a real issue, and there is, like, a whole thing, but we should focus on racism and classism and yeah uh, you know it shouldn't all just of be it. oh yeah all of it because it's all used against yeah divide and conquer yeah. like so we don't learn. need another layer of like eh, you're taking my resources no no they're not like what no yeah <sighs> it's i think um it's like he's in the post like she clarified that um like it's important to protect trans people who are sex workers which of course, is really, really important because they're the most at risk of violence within that, like, industry, I suppose. But we don't need to do that by taking down other people in the community. Mm-hmm. People who are transphobic or Tories or if you're American Republicans, um, they're not going to care what label you identify as or whatever. They're just going to see other like something different from them and they're going to hate you for it anyway like we don't need this infighting we don't need this energy you know we shouldn't be fighting amongst ourselves but I'm not trans so that's just you know take that what you will um the other controversy and I think the last one is that the lassie that plays Maddie Alexa Demi she's 31 as we established in the episode um but Kind of a few years back, she was like, she had to make out with an eleven-year-old, on like for a Hello. scene in a movie, and she was twenty-seven at the time. But like, why would why would you not just why would you want to be part of that? Why would you like? I don't know. Let's find like, out. Let's get what? more details. So there was a bit. Um, I can't remember what movie it was, but someone had taken a bit from like an interview um, where Bob. she says, I had a lot of anxiety about it at first because obviously there's somewhat of an age difference between Sonny and I. He's 11, she's 27, 28, but he's just so cool and it felt very comfortable and safe. And after thinking about it, there's no way I don't want to be part of it. I've always wanted to do a film that's set in another time. That felt like a dream, you know. I heard these, I knew these guys grown up in LA and I know of the two other girls. So it must have been some biopic or something. It was mid 90s, 
apparently he has his first she plays so she acts in a sex scene with mm-hmm. a kid who in the film is 13 and when he I would yes yeah, so a 13 year old that's the her comments would make it weird if mm-hmm. you get me if like oh it was so comfortable hello that's a child. A You're hitting thirty. Yeah, no. Oof, it's very, very uncomfortable. Um, I think not really a controversy. I remember maybe a bit last year or something, kind of just after season two had finished. So I suppose this year, um, there was like a thing where Jacob Elordi, the guy that plays Nate, um, had said in an interview that. His mum thought that he was like Nate in kind of in a oh. jokey way. And everyone online was like, uh, girly pop, that's not a good thing. A girly pop. Girly pop, no! What's the accent? <laughs> it's Australian. Australian? It's Australian. Australian? I thought it was Stewie from Family Guy. I was like, that wasn't a very good Stewie from Family Girly pop, no! Uh, that, yeah, that was better. <laughs> getting there. It's stuck in my brain, like someone saying girly pop, and then the Cleo, the condensation. No. Are, the, are these TikTok things? Because I don't know these. I will send them to you. It was someone taking the piss out of uh, that H H two O show. Um. Oh no, no. I think as well, like when we're talking about like the sexualization of the minor characters. But I think really weird is that this is a teen show, right? Like, it, Euphoria is about teenagers. The prime, uh, not the prime, the kind of audience, like the highest percentage or whatever, the audience that watch it are teenagers. And yet it's on HBO. HBO make kind of exclusively, not adult in the like sexual way, but like they make adult content. They made Breaking Bad. They made Game of Thrones. They made... What else did they do? But they don't make teen programmes. So it just feels weird. Based on other things that they have made. If you get that, get what I mean. Yeah, I, I get that. I get. I think it's like a... It's a weird decision, definitely. Also, uh, thing is, Nate's dad. His whole kind of excuse for the way he acts is him being repressed gay, which is very uncomfy. That yeah, that's actually a good point. That's yeah, no, that doesn't. That's sad. That doesn't excuse anything. Yeah, like um, well done, you've watched *Roma*. So does every other kid in the show, and they're all like thirteen. Like, yeah, you know, you're wrong. a grown ass man with the means doesn't to get therapy. At the end, he used to fly by. <laughs> yeah, he pisses on the floor and then he leaves. King shit. Um, and then he gets arrested because he recorded <laughs> people without their consent. When he was having sex, which included the video of Jules, who is a minor. So he got arrested for child stuff at the That's, end. Although he's a pretty, like, you piss on the floor, like, bye, family, <laughs> I hate you. And the police are just like, sir. Wee woo, wee woo. FBI, open up. FBI, like, open up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's been film query. Euphoria, do we love it? Do we hate it? I do not like it. But it's annoying because visually it looks good. I um, hate it. I'll never like it. I doubt I'll ever genuinely watch a full episode of it. 
Um, my mum hates it as well. It's okay. I can imagine your mum despising that shit, to be honest. I can't see her being like, ooh. That's what she watched all of season girlies. one with me. She I watched all of season one with me it. and she was she hated it so much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Queen shit. She got standards. Um, yeah, good for That's her. It. it was her birthday this weekend, so good for her. Shout out. Shout out. <laughs> um yeah so that's been film query for this week um don't send us death threats don't dox us just your opinion take it with a pinch of salt um our website is our website's always in the description of the episodes you can click the wee hyperlink or whatever and it'll take you there where you can like get in touch with us or um like tell us stuff that you want us to cover or, you, you know, the usual shit. I don't need to tell you. You know. I know. Right. Our, um, our socials, our Twitter and TikTok are at FilmQuery. We'll probably be more active in TikTok on, in the kind of coming future. But I'm also mad swamped with college work. So we'll see. I might I not have, have the time to edit. I'm a, I have a baby crawling. Like, I literally Yeah. Yeah. We, we... <laughs> Small baby army crawling as ah, hyper vigilance time. Kind of getting there with the on his knees. It's very funny though because if you go in at six in the morning, you'll see him just rocking backwards and forwards on his knees, which is something they do Aww. before they get ready to crawl. Um, yeah. But then when he sees you, he does it faster if he's excited. Aww, he always makes my wee heart melt. Um, yeah, so. Our Instagram is uh, at Film Query Podcast, where you can, you know, get in touch. Same stuff. Send us a DM. Tag us in a tweet. Tell us what you think. You know, I know. We all know. You're confused. I'm fucking confused. (laughs) Anyway, yeah, that's been Film Query. Be safe out there. Get some rest. Save some money. I don't know. Cost eleven crisis, man. Boy, yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>